what's up everybody welcome back fully charged we're on episode nine of the podcast it is a friday we're a day late uh in celebration of our boy saint p (laughs) so you know we had to get a little banged up last night um here we are though yeah so gonna get into it with uh starting off with cod ryan your boys not not looking so hot right now no they're zero and two currently right out the gate they played um London Royal Ravens, their first match, and they got, I believe, 3 0'd. And London Royal Ravens had a substitute in because Paul X had to leave. Oh, no, Paul X was a sub. I think it was Gizmo that had to leave for personal reasons. And um, uh, so Paul X subbed in for their two weekend matches. And Thieves looked horrible. It looked <laughs> like absolute shit. They got 3 0'd, yeah. didn't play well. And then I was like, oh, Jesus, we're playing Optic next. And so Optic used that as little, they use that game quite literally as a little test. Like a little test, some maps that they're not comfortable on. And they're yeah. like, let's see what happens. So that's like, in my opinion, a slap in the face to where they think LA Thieves <laughs> are because Optic still won that series 3-2. to two. I know, which honestly we hit that on the head and that was a double point. So we did get I'll take that for pickums. Um, yeah, I feel like that, that like, Thieves-Ravens game was kind of pivotal. But, I mean, it, it's weird because, like, what you're saying, um, like, I feel you, Optic was kind of, like, toying around. But at the same time, like, they still put up 3-2 to two against arguably one the of the best, best team teams in, the, in league. the league right now. Which I'll take, but still, man, they didn't... How much do you think the toying factor had to do with, like, what the outcome was? I don't think too much because they 6-0'd them on Desert Siege, which seems to be their best search and destroy map. But search and destroy also seems to be their quite literally shittiest game mode. And as I've said before, you need search and destroy to win tournaments in this league. Mm-hmm. So if you're not gonna, it doesn't matter if you're the best hardpoint team in the game. You can be the best respawn game, respawn team in the game. Optic was last year for a time, yeah. and they still could not win a championship. Because of their lack of search and destroy prowess. Do you think that the Thieves still have the title of best hardpoint team in the game, in the league right now? I don't think they do currently. I think that's probably phase. Yeah. At this point in time. I mean, the way that, yeah, they just fucking, they're on a roll now. Yeah. And Although, actually, I, I fucking am going to eat my words, but continue. Cause I, no, because the Seattle <laughs> Surge game. Yeah, and I, know, I have like, no idea what's going on with them. Where the <laughs> did that come from? No because idea. Breach beat Surge on Friday, and then Surge, which Breach, we know, not really. They're like, a mid-tier shit. team. Yeah, mid-tier team. Nothing crazy. No one to write home about. And then Surge comes and beats FaZe, which up until It's ridiculous. Last Week maybe two weeks ago. I mean, they were definitely number two. I would say yeah. against Optic. No, hundred percent, hundred percent. So that was kind of fucking. I mean, that, that comes was... out of left field. It's weird though, because for the last three years, Surge seemed to have been faces kryptonite for no reason. Since <laughs> uh, Major Five, Surge eliminated them in the first land major back last year. Yeah, in Cold War, and then this year, they've they spanked them on uh, kickoff classic, and then. Now, they're just like, hey, you know what? We'll play really good against FaZe. Like how? They're the most inconsistent team in the game, and that's the aggravating thing because I think Thieves, players individually, disgusting. They're also the most inconsistent team in the damn game. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Do you think like it was more so FaZe playing bad or just fucking Zergs like, really stepping up? They seem to really find themselves again. I don't yeah. think it was as much of FaZe playing bad. It just looked like the surge that was supposed to be there this entire season that just fell off after those first, after those first two losses in the um, uh, 
brackets. Yeah, that was that was kind of interesting. Speaking of kind of surprising victories here, uh, Mutineers kind of making a comeback. It seems like, which is cool. They have to look a lot better as of late. Granted, it was against New York, and New York sucks. We'll get into that too. Yeah, and <laughs> and their first match was against the Gorillas. So like. Two very low-tier teams. But the Gorillas came and beat the Legion on Saturday, so that was definitely unexpected, at least in my book. I mean, I thought... Yeah, I thought Legion were actually going to win that. Even though Legion yeah. technically is, like, you know, supposed to be terrible. But... I mean, they performed well two weeks ago. So they didn't do bad. I was pretty confident. They but they bad. got washed, I mean, yeah. all together this weekend. Big time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Rocker Real bad. beat them. Granted, Rocker's kind of mid-tier. Rocker didn't really hold their... I mean, we gave him a little bit too much credit against Ultra, but Ultra's really not even looking that hot. I mean, I don't know. I think Thieves and Ultra are two of the teams where if they find it, they're a top two, yeah. top, top three team in the game. I could but see that. But if they can't find it, they're going to max out at like five and six. Yeah, because Ultra has the potential. I mean, Yeah, Thieves they do. They won a major last year. They were the top two team in the game last year. It's the exact same roster. Thieves look great this year at times, and other times it's like, wow, you can't win a <laughs> search and destroy him. have to save your damn life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't know, but this was a really interesting week, honestly. Altogether, subliners performed just as we thought they would. Horribly. Um, <laughs> Raven stepped up, Legion stepped down. Yeah. <laughs> Gorillas, though, I'm, I'm just wondering what that means for them going forward. It seems like they have a foothold now, because I think they've been on a bit of a... They were on a downward streak hard. Yeah. Very hard. And yeah. so for them to well, actually they, get a win is pretty big for them. Yeah, because they didn't do good in the in the major bracket, but in the weeks, I feel like they were back and forth a bit. They held their own against Rocker week three before the major, and then they did beat the Royal Ravens, which is uh, kind of crazy. Facts, considering they where they are. Yeah, so I don't know, but um, week week uh, three here. What are we thinking? So we got Ultra and Legion. Are we three zero on that? Yeah, yeah. Three zero Ultra. I'm gonna skip here because I think this is gonna be the most interesting matchup: Surge versus the Thieves. This is gonna say a lot for your boys too. I'm gonna go three one Thieves. Okay. And if I'm wrong, I'm going to be very angry. <laughs> hey, but it could be 3-2, and that's still a dub. And that would still be a dub. But if those two losses, actually, they wouldn't be able to do two losses with a certain destroy. They'd have to win one of them. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. But I'm hoping if there's any game mode I'd like them to lose, it would probably be a like a controller or a hard point. Because yeah. if they can start really consistently putting together... Really good showings on S and D maps that are not Desert Siege. Yeah. Which even if it's their best map, they still get outclassed hardcore sometimes on it. What do you think the strat is for them to get their S and D better? I think they really gotta just try and relax and like. I think they're in their heads quite a bit because mm-hmm. they, you know, they have really high hopes of being this championship winning team, and when you underperform, that probably really gets to you. Yeah, definitely. So. You know, having that over their heads, they think they need to like calm down, reevaluate, and really work hard together with their coach and do a lot more scrims in search and destroy as opposed to they're probably doing a lot of hard points, controls. And I understand you don't want to give away strats to the teams to what you're going to do for search and destroy, but scrim challengers teams. Yeah. It's not as great a competition, but like still, they're they're there for a reason. And some of the top teams would probably beat the bottom. 
I would say four at least <laughs> <laughs> the bottom four at least teams in the league right now, the top challengers team. So if you get them and you get your practice together consistently, then they have a shot and then they'll be top two, if not number one. <laughs> <laughs> We're hoping for number one here. We We're are hoping biased. for number one. <laughs> All right, uh, Gorillas Thieves. I mean, I'm, that better be a three. I kind of want to give them. A th- yeah, I want to give them one. I yeah, want to give the. Gorillas I want to give them one. one. They're going to slip up somehow. They always seem to. <laughs> And then Mutineers phase. They've been on a streak, but I don't know if I can give them this. <laughs> I don't want to give them it, but I'm going to give them at least one. And part of me kind of wants to give them two. I mean, the way they've been performing, I'm I'm kind of like, I'm on board with that. I am curious to see how they play tonight, though. It's going on. Yeah, they will lot. Right now, I think. No, right now it's Breach versus Rocker, and Breach is up 2-0. Hell yeah. The boys in green. Hometown heroes, baby. The boys in green that aren't hot. We actually could uh, <laughs> we could still lock for uh, tomorrow and Sunday. Yeah, we'll go for that. it. All right, Absolutely. Uh, Ravens phase. I think that's going to be a great game, and I think Facts. London's going to take that one 3-2. to two. Really? Yep. Just based on how they played last night? Well, they just look disgusting. Yeah, fair. Legion subliners 3-0? I don't know, though. I think that unless – so we're going to get into it a little bit later. Unless they make the change that I think they should, and they're not going to at this point, actually. Um, I kind of want to go three zero Paris Legion. Okay. Even after, even after week one though. Paris, in my opinion, is by far a better team. All right, I'm gonna. Even though I'll they're not a great team. <laughs> Optic and Mutineers. Optic three zero. Yeah, I, that wasn't really a question. Ultra and Breach. I want to give Breach. Uh, I don't want to give them two on this. I want to go 3-2, yeah. That, that makes sense. Uh, that could go with 3-2 either way, to be honest with you. Breach doesn't look terrible. In Minnesota Rocker, they're down, they're up 2-0 right now, and Rocker's a very good search-and-destroy team. I would argue they're better than Ultra, too. I'm going to go 3-2 Boston. I'll take that. For the for the hometown heroes, man. I'll take that. Gorilla Surge? It's got to be Surge. Yeah, but I'll get, I'll make that a closer series, because... Surge really only seemed to want to play against Faith. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll 3-2. Ah, I don't think I can I'll, I'll go 3-1, but yeah. it'll be a close couple of games. They'll be nail-biters. Thieves and Rocker, this is going to be a good one, too. So, this is also going to help determine where they're going to be so at next week. this works only if Thieves can win a Search and Destroy. I want to go with... Yeah, Rocker's one of the best Search and Destroy teams right now in the league, isn't it? Not currently, but they have been in the past few years. They've been ridiculous... Their hard point and everything else has been atrocious, but <laughs> Search and Destroy has been something they can usually count on, and they can try to steal a respawn. I want to go with 3-1 LA Thieves, and I'm really hoping that one is not a Search and Destroy loss. I'd uh, rather them lose a respawn. Fair. All right, and then Ultra Phase. I think I'm this gonna... will be a... Th- what do you think? I want to give Ultra 1. I don't yeah, know. yeah, that's I what I was thinking. I don't think it'll be a 3-0. I also don't know if it'll be close, though. All right, so we're locked in for that, and then uh, no, it's crazy. I want to look at the matches from yesterday that we didn't that from today actually earlier that we didn't get the pickums because we did this late. London three twoed Paris. Paris took two off of them. Yeah, which is kind of at surprising. full strength. <laughs> and honestly, too, like not that it means much, but because that kind of boils down to luck. But Surge didn't. I mean, they they, they didn't get three o'd. They didn't get three o'd, which is exactly what I would have taken them at. <laughs> yeah, right. 
So, wow. All right, cool. So yeah, it might be there might be something. Maybe they'll going find on their here. mojo again. That would be sick. I love a competitive league. Facts. Mutineers phase tomorrow. Or next week here. I'm gonna You wanna lock in next week or do you wanna do that next week? Oh shit, yeah. shit, shit. Yes, you're right, you're right. Yeah, we'll circle back. <laughs> circle back, circle back here. Um, yeah, so what we were talking about with the New York um, I personally think they need a two-person change, and so does every single other person in the entire community, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but they brought back Neptune. They replaced him for royalty to see maybe like how that would go because it wasn't Neptune. That was the problem. Yeah. Um, but Neptune still does not look as good as he did last year, which is sucks because I like him a lot as a player, but he just – I think he literally has a .74. Damn, I was going to say – which yeah. is so bad. <laughs> That's down there. And then Clayster is the other one who I think they're looking to replace. There's been talks where maybe it was like, you do you got to keep one of Krim and Clay. Who do you keep? And then it's like, all right, well, look at Krim's numbers. He's actually dropping positive KDs. Yeah. Not every match, but in a few matches. And I don't think Clay's dropped the positive yet. <laughs> yeah, so... But to break up that duo, though, how do you think that's going to work? The best duo in COD history. I think either Clay's going to retire... If he gets subbed out, or maybe they just really roll with him and try to really see this thing out until the end, and they keep rotating people in that extra SMG with Hydra, which I don't think will work at all. I think they really need a two-person change. I think the people you keep are Krim and Hydra. Hydra, obviously, he's your guy for the future. Yeah. And then I'm, uh, you got to sub in, I think, a couple of Challenger players. Paul X looked really good against the Thieves and in the other series he played i think he's earned a shot with them if he hasn't gotten one already he tweeted something the other day that looked like a contract signing thing really yeah all the players do it with the with who thieves no so they have the like this gif on it's a simpsons thing where they like sign quote unquote and they Mm -hmm. tweet it out every single time they sign a contract or whatnot (laughs) that's and then you just wait for the announcement but he tweeted something like contract in the works after he was benched again essentially for the raven starting player so someone seems to have picked them up. Interesting. And I'm hoping it's New York for that for their sake. <laughs> they for, need something right now. <laughs> yeah, he looked really good. Oh yeah. And then um, moving over to the LCS here. More to come on that. Hopefully we'll have something next week on uh, on what they end up doing with. Uh, I hope so. With the sub, yeah. <laughs> the subliners. I hope so. Otherwise, they're just going to continue to suck, and that's not going to be fun to watch. <laughs> they just look so sad going into every match. <laughs> yeah, not good right now. Especially like when they have that clout, then it just drops. Definitely a fall from grace. Oh my god, it hurts. <laughs> but um, your boys in other news, Hunter T on the LCS moved up, so they're third, so they're, they're kind of climbed back. So I is think this they, for this week, actually? Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. For those of you who don't know, which is probably most of you, um, <laughs> when I had to go out for my little pee break last time, uh, Zach started reading off the LCS stuff, <laughs> and he read out the week before that we had kind of gone over, Yeah, minor was mistake. funny. <laughs> minor mistake. And we didn't we realize just doubled it. down our coverage on it. That was all. Yeah, we just know. didn't realize until after he looked at me after we were done recording. He was like, bro, guess what I did? <laughs> <laughs> Which was really funny. But they moved up. Yeah, um, yeah, because they're, they're at third now, and I think last week they kind of dropped... Rather I think they low. were like fourth or fifth. Yeah, they 
fall from grace again because they were second fighting for a pretty good fight for uh, first for first there so but then they lost two bad matches <laughs> yeah so we'll cover uh last week here uh no friday games this week sadly however um we had uh Dignitas beat TSM. TSM is just not going to get it together. They just look so bad. They do, and it sucks, dude, because they're such a staple. I mean, they like they definitely helped bring like League of Legends. Yeah, to the forefront. They're like essentially one of the founding fathers. Yeah, like <laughs> fucking Vegas. I don't know. It's too bad because uh, it just doesn't look like this is going to be their season. And when they're usually like what a top four team at least. A hundred percent. But they just the problem is is I think. They're having trouble, and it, from an ADC perspective, uh, like it seems like every week, and they switched out, I believe, this week. It looks like, but still, um, uh, Kate, who was playing ADC for Dignitas, went six one on Jinx. He went three two, so wow. she still didn't technically go negative, which is solid. But then the rest of the team kind of made up for that. Jungle, <laughs> jungle, like completely flopped. But he also picked Graves uh, into J four, who is a tanky. Lockdown jungler, and then you pick like a squishy damage dealer. So it just oh, wasn't great. It just wasn't gonna work out for them, anyways. That math like, is not mathing. Yeah, so kind of a shame. Liquid beatable geniuses. So they're definitely. I think they might end up getting getting the throne here. They're they're a top contender for sure, and I think Hundred Thieves could also be in the race as well. Along with, I mean, right now it's been kind of a toss up back and forth, but Liquid's been really consistently good though. They yeah. had that little stumble like a week or two ago, right yeah, now, I where they, they lost like a bad match. I'm pretty sure it they was. They lost to was it CLG? Uh, who was it? I think it might have been CLG. It was a like a no, bad dude. They've been on a streak. Oh, I forget who it was, but someone lost. Like oh, they lost to Golden Guardians like two weeks ago. Yeah. Which, again, though, as we discussed, are Golden Guardians as bad as my bias makes them out to be? I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> Didn't we pick them for our Dark Horse or whatnot? We did, we did. Because, I, I mean, they have the money and the coaching and stuff. They're backed by Golden State, which is, like, pretty cool. But, I don't know, for some pretty reason. sick backing. Facts. <laughs> Curry's out there watching their games. Curry's in the crowd. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, I'm out for the rest of the season, so like, <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> but, uh, they, <laughs> that's where the Thieves came back, though, with them. <laughs> is, uh, they smoked the Golden Guardians, which was which was good to see. Yeah, because well. I think that'll uh, that's kind of and I I guess I I say smoked, but I really shouldn't because it kind of came down to the wire. Um, and as a matter of fact, Golden Guardians had the gold bonus on them, which was pretty crazy. Was That's like, kind of nuts. Yeah. Uh, and they had more towers, more inhibitors, barons. Uh, but the dragons, which I always press in all of my games, you need the dragons. Um, and, again, yeah, the jungle just made the difference closer with Lee Sin, just kind of put the team on. I feel like that was kind of what, what helped them out. But, again, like, it's really been a battle of the ADCs. FBI's still doing fucking good for Thieves. Yeah. I mean, he went 9-3. And, but, like, again, like, lost for uh, Golden Guardians, went 7-2. and two, So it was just, like, kind of like back and forth of who can peel for the ADC better. Yeah. It's uh, been a really, like, I feel like sometimes other leagues, they're always, like, very ADC-centric, but you have, like, you know, like a top laner, so your jungle or someone who can pop off and win you a match. Yeah. This year, I feel like if you don't have a good ADC, you're screwed. Yeah. Like, you're very much out of the game from the start. A hundred percent. I think part of it's, like, the meta, um, because, like, 
it's getting away from the tanks a bit. I mean, like everyone's still gonna have like your staple tank if you're if you're smart, which these guys obviously are. <laughs> they're professionals. <laughs> they're professionals. But like, I feel like it is because everyone's so shifty and stuff. So these like immobile tanks, it doesn't work as well in the meta, at least from my perspective and in, in what I think. But yeah, COG though, come back with the FlyQuest, which is cool. That's nice. And Cloud9 seems to be on a bit of a run here, so... Because Immortals were, were doing decent. Yeah, they, they were. They came back a bit. And, um... So, I don't know. Hopefully, Cloud9 will will make a make a run. They have been, ever since they fired their coach. And I said at the beginning, I was like, there's either going to be a really nice honeymoon period, or this is going to go horribly. Yeah. And it seems to have worked out, which sucks, because I didn't really want it to be the coach. You know, it boils down. You know, yeah, if you fire sucks. someone, you fire the coach. And mm-hmm. he's been there forever. He's been, like, their only coach for a little while now. And he said he's never going to coach for another team again. Yeah. But, like, you know... But I mean, like they're now, now they're doing number, better. <laughs> I mean, better is an understatement because right now they're number one. Yeah, it's, and they were like they were like low key bottom of the barrel. I think, I think they were like eighth. Seventh. Yeah, something like because there was like the four way tie for seventh like one or two weeks ago. So, but yeah, when yeah. they fired him, they were bad. <laughs> so I mean, it's good to see them coming back because again, they're definitely another staple team. Cloud Nine was up there with TSM back in the day. So they have so many banners. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so now though, for next week, I think this is kind of up in the air. But I'm gonna go thieves better beat immortals, and then Cloud Nine. I think will walk over TSM unless a miracle happens. That would be a pretty sick miracle. Yeah, it would mean literally nothing, but it would be really cool. <laughs> right. I think the game to watch this week is gonna be Golden Guardians and FlyQuest though, because that's two teams who are both kind of that's a mid table battle. That's yeah. huge. So I'm going to give it to Golden Guardians because I feel like FlyQuest has been uh, had a fall from grace because they came out pretty hot. They did. And the first week, so like, Evil opening. Geniuses. Yeah, Evil Geniuses was crushing it. I do think they'll still beat Team Dignitas, but I don't think they're going to be as commanding. And then Liquid will probably walk over COG. Probably. Um, and then Evil Geniuses, 100T, I'm going to give it to, to the boys in L.A. Yeah. Yeah, we know them personally. <laughs> Nate shots on speed dial. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they sent me an NFT. Uh, well, like me and like 170 other thousand people, but like it, mine was different. I swear. <laughs> uh, Liquid will probably work. FlyQuest, Immortals, and TSM. I hope TSM wins this, cause so you know that would be really that'd cool. be nice for them. You know, a little pat on the back. Like good job, guys. <laughs> a you're pity here. Dub. You're yeah. here. Good job. Yeah, you're still in the league, man. Don't worry about it. We won't boot you yet. <laughs> uh, and then I think the Guardians will beat Dignitas, and uh, Cloud9 will definitely whip COG, which I think, if I'm not mistaken, that was the turning point for them a few weeks ago when they played COG. Because I think we were I think that was their about, first match back. Yeah, where they started, they got on that run. So that was, that'll be interesting. It's a real good run. It's a kip on the shoulder for COG. A little motivation early on in the season. Indeed. Um, yeah, so moving over to one of your favorites here, but uh, getting some backlash right now, Halo Infinite, uh, which, I mean, it, it kind of, it makes sense. Like, they they did, for what you shit on Vanguard for, they're kind of doing it ten times worse. Like, a little bit. <laughs> they don't have co-op out yet. They Which uh, is atrocious. That is, a, that is one of the best things about Halo. Like, I love replaying the campaign missions with friends. Yeah, like I, I and speaking of replaying the missions, uh, you can't do that unless you create a new save file, which is such a so, pain. I should be able to select whatever mission I want after I complete it. It's so annoying. 
Yeah, so like I feel like that is is kind of absurd, because um, I mean they did do a good job with ranked and everything, and they were definitely kind of trying to focus more on the multiplayer, which I think they executed well on. Fantastic. But like you said, like Halo was definitely like I feel like it was a co-op. You know the the fans. Yeah, like, once you beat the story yourself, you're like, wow, this is amazing. You want to go back and play with your friends yeah. and have fun moments. <laughs> yeah. So it's like the most fun thing to watch your buddy just try and like one v one a brute who's just way overpowered. He just gets smashed with a gravity hammer. That's, <laughs> it's part of it. And then forge mode also not out yet. Which That's is ridiculous. Like that should have been there from launch. A hundred percent. So people are saying it feels like rush, but aside from like the fact that they don't have a lot of the like stuff that people want in the game and like feels unreleased they also feel like the battle pass was a bit of a flop which their I battle know. pass sucks like yeah. vanguard like as much as like we talk about call of duty all the time and how they need to fix their game call of duty's battle pass isn't that bad i don't think there's been a game since fortnite that's had a really great battle pass to be fair which you're back of, on your uh, fortnite grind aren't you yes it's so much fun <laughs> <laughs> but honestly no game has ever come to that level of great battle passes, and I don't think they ever will, even though they have the blueprint of cool stuff you should put in there. <laughs> but, like, Halo's battle pass is just... was horrendous. It was honestly the worst one I have seen. Apex, like, they don't have the greatest ones, but they're not terrible. Call of Duty, same thing. They're mid. And yeah. then, for whatever reason... Skyline Kelly, mid. <laughs> <laughs> for whatever reason, Halo is like, we're just going to throw a couple of things in here. And, like, you know, hope it's okay. I hope nobody notices for a little bit. Yeah. I don't know, man. Maybe uh, Microsoft bit off a little more than they can chew with all this shit going around. Which makes me the most mad because they this game was supposed to come out last year with the, re- with the release of my Xbox Series X because that... The Master Chief and Halo Infinite is literally branded on the box. They didn't even have enough time after they pushed the release date, release date back a year to, to make box. another friggin' box. Damn. So you took an extra year, and like this is some of the stuff you're giving me. How are you not gonna have Forge at launch? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, That's so stupid. Up. Let me spawn. Me and my little brother used to play all the time on Halo Two, like the remastered one, mm-hmm. and we would hop in Forge. And we would literally, like, just spawn on, like, opposite sides of whatever map it was. Like, we would usually choose, a uh, like, one of the bigger maps. And we would just spawn tanks, banshees, though. Literally everything we possibly could. And we would just go at each other. And it was so much fun. Oh, every yeah. now and again, you just pop in your little bubble and you fly around, spawn behind them and kill them. <laughs> it was just so much fun. And then the unique game modes that came out of that. Oh, my God. Legendary. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's not there. <laughs> I know. And honestly, it doesn't look... I mean, they say 2022, but there's no, like, oh, like, it'll be... Until you give me a rough date where you say holiday 2020, I don't want to hear it. Speaking of that, actually, I didn't write this down. The new Hogwarts game got an official release date for holiday 2020. Really? Yep. And that... It looks sick. Isn't it like an open-world Harry Potter? Yes. And yeah. you can go beyond the, you know, the forest. You can go beyond... Oh my god, I can't believe I'm blanking on these names. I like love Diagon the series. Alley. You can, no, not Diagon Alley. Um what's the the town that's right there? You know exactly what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
they go and visit there in like one movie, right? Yeah, it's like snowy movies. and stuff. You got the butterbeer and everything that's there. Yeah, damn, which I I've heard remember. sucks at Universal Studios. <laughs> but what? yeah, um, I forget what it's called. But you can go beyond that because they were like, you know, this wasn't really covered in the books, and we wanted to try and explore beyond that and make it more of an open world. And one of the things I'm most hyped about is the fact that they showed your character casting like some of the dark arts spells like they showed him casting at um uh, someone with a vodka cadabra oh so i was like holy shit can i be a rogue wizard <laughs> <laughs> dude that's gonna be sick i'm definitely cop of that hogsmeade village thank you yes yes you can go beyond hogsmeade you can go beyond the haunted forest speaking of off the topic of games but this just reminded me too the movie comes out or if it didn't already yeah yeah. I like those movies. I wish they never got rid of Johnny Depp. I understand the controversy that was around him at the time. That is false, and I will say that till I die. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. But know. they've had three different main bad characters since Johnny Depp left. Yeah. So I, it's frustrating. I, I can imagine. I gotta watch them. Honestly, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna. Cause I, now I'm just like fiending for Harry Potter. Cause I watched all eight uh, in this fall. So I'm going to watch all the Fantastic Beasts because I haven't seen them yet. They're not bad movies. The main character's great. Yeah? Love him. Bet. I'm excited. And uh, speaking of Backlash, while we're on the topic, Elden Ring. Which, this, I mean, like, I'm kind of just like, ah, shut up. But (laughs) it's like people are mad because the story's not there. Me, I don't play video games for stories. It's pretty there, to be fair. I'm going to be honest. Well, they say, like, you don't talk to NPCs a lot. It's kind of few and far between, short conversations. Um, So, like, I get that. They say, like, not a lot of cutscenes. If it is, typically just, like, introduce a boss or whatever. Which is all I care about. It's a Dark Souls game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) Like, that's kind of, like, how I felt about it. And I think it makes it better in a way, too, because... Although some people like the guidance and, and like not like running into something that just one hits you. But like I think it That's makes a it Dark Souls game. <laughs> bingo. And I think it just makes it better too, because it's like you're not like tied to one path. You can kinda play the game how you want, which I, I personally enjoy that style of gameplay better. They have like three endings. Yeah, really? Yeah, they have like three endings, which is pretty sick. Facts. Like that's um, valid. They're really cool. I'm not going to spoil anything because I know we're both going to play the game. Big time. But like, After I'm, playing at, uh, we went over to our buddies this past weekend. and uh, He had it right on the he TV. He was showing us. Yeah. Sick. I uh, suck, which was expected. I've never played it before. Exactly. Also on Xbox. I'm not going to use that as an excuse because I'm a PlayStation player. But, uh, yeah, no, that shit was hard, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm very interested because, like, my TV is not optimal for multiplayer games. <laughs> Because it's a TV and not a, you know, monitor where I can get super close. I have the two. I have like the. My TV is capable of doing everything the Xbox Series X can. Because mm-hmm. I shelled out a little bit too much for it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm. Uh, it's ideal for games that look super nice. Yeah. And that game looks super good, and I can't wait to see it on my TV. I remember when Destiny Two got the update, um, for like. 120 hertz and multiplayer 60 fps in uh, uh, regular story mode and then you could play it at 4k it looked like a completely different game yeah like my buddy came in after i had like gotten the update and everything and he turned it on his tv because we lived together at the time and he would play it with me and um, he was like 
dude, this looks like a completely different game. <laughs> like, it's not. Nice. That's the worst. You're yeah. like, oh, I feel like, yeah, it's supposed to look super sick. And then you just, like, see it for how it's actually supposed to look for the first time. And you're just like, wow. Wait, what the It hell? took me like, a minute to get used to it. I was like, what the hell is this? It looks, it literally looked like a movie. That's sick. Like, some of my laptop background, actually, from my lock screen is a picture, is a screenshot I took on the Xbox. Mm-hmm. I'll show you real quick. It's actually pretty dope. Damn, that man. was after I got the um, uh, and my computer can't do it justice because it's old and doesn't have like the 4K resolution. Yeah, but that looks but, like clean. that was one of the scenic things. And oh my god, I sat down and I was like, Holy shit, that's fire! <laughs> I was in the middle of a mission and I took the screenshot, took the time <laughs> to upload it, and everything else. <laughs> Speaking of Destiny 2, while we're on the topic, too, they're finally addressing something that uh, which I was hyped for, for this to come out, but I mean, there was some backlash with it. There was. Um, terms of like how many materials and stuff you can hold but it sounds like they've uh, they've kind of sealed the deal on that made it a little bit better they're taking so bungie whatever you say about them with destiny 2 how they've kind of been a little inconsistent some of their launches haven't been up to par they've made certain things super overpowered as soon as they launched to get people hyped about it and it's ruined certain aspects of the game aka stasis with beyond light that was a horrible time in pvp to get frozen <laughs> <laughs> but i'm uh they are really quick on the ball with community feedback as of recent, as of like the last couple of years. So the big thing with weapon crafting, people were a super excited and a little disappointed with some of the stuff that happened with it. Like the way it works, you get like these red outlined weapons, and you have to level them up essentially to get materials from it. You can choose the materials from it that you want, and then you have like an eighty-five hundred limit for how many for the materials. And you're not going to stop getting red boxes once you hit that 8,500, you know, level. You're going to be able to keep going. Yeah. But you're not going to be able to cash in on those materials until you, like, start spending them and shit. So you can't, like, hoard. But, and that was one of the complaints, but Bungie, this past Tuesday, raised that cap from 8,500 to, to 10,000, which is pretty sick. And then they released the bigger problem was the smaller amounts of elements that you could get. Niche elements. Yeah, the so niche elements, as the um, uh, article says. <laughs> um, and they took those and from a cap of 250, which was very small for the amount of materials you needed compared to the other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you needed about like 100 or so to like level up your guns. It was like 25 or something, which like you, if you do the math, you can only do like four fucking guns before you reach your cap. That sucks, <laughs> yeah. And then I'm uh, they increase that from 250 to a thousand, which is awesome for the time being. That's a lot more materials. That's a lot more stuff you can essentially hoard to make your weapons. Because the whole thing they want to do with this is like, all right, cool, play around with some weapons you want to do. Here's some sick perks. Try some combos out, and here you go. Have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. But even further than that, in their next season, which starts in May, they're gonna get rid of the um, uh, like the niche elements essentially. Really? So you yeah, so you're not gonna need those anymore. So they're just gonna try and make weapon crafting more accessible to everyone to play around with it, which I think is both cool and a little annoying. I think the cap raise is huge, but weapon crafting is supposed to be a super grind. You're supposed to have to really yeah. work for this stuff. So to remove it, it's a little aggravating, 
Yeah, and I, I also think that, like, I mean, with any of these games, like, uh, Warframe is a good example. Like, it was kind of cool to have those niche elements where you had to go to certain places to get them and, and run certain missions and stuff. I think making it all, like, a, a one generic currency does kind of take away from it a bit. Well, it's a couple of currencies, but at the same time, um, you need, like, neutral element, which is the one they raised to 10,000, and then mm-hmm. the alloy count currencies, which come from dismantling weapons. Yeah. Granted... It takes a long-ass time if you're just playing the game mm-hmm. to level those weapons. I think you need to get them up to 20 in order to extract 250 materials from them. So it Damn. takes a while. And then okay. you have to also have to factor in the RNG of how often do you get these red outlined weapons. So it's still kind of a grind. It's just not as intense. Yeah. And then one thing they're also looking into, which I would have been happy with them just kind of addressing first as opposed to these things i love these things but like still (laughs) but i'm uh they're looking into the expensiveness of recrafting these weapons because once you craft something Mm -hmm. you can then go back and swap out parks if you want to try other things yeah but it costs as much as if you were forging it for the first time essentially and people are a little bit like i already did this why on earth would i have to pay the exact same amount when i can just craft a new weapon essentially it was one of those things where I'm like, I get it. Fair, but like from a like realistic standpoint, which I mean it's a game, but like if it costs if like if I need to make a bottle and it costs me X amount of glass, just because I've made that bottle before and know how to make that bottle doesn't mean I need less glass. <laughs> it's a shittier bottle now. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. So like I, I kinda get it. But it, it's definitely it's probably annoying as hell. So it I don't is. know. <laughs> but I like I think that's a big one, and that was one of the things that people were like, you wanted us to like experiment with weapons, you point blank said you wanted us to change out traits and try new things. Yeah. But it takes so much time to be able to do that. Yeah. Why? I think depending on the ha- how they handle this, it could be a huge W, but if they get rid of the system like they did with the other one that they're going to do, mm-hmm. it would make me aggravated. Because, yeah, <laughs> it'll be more accessible, but it's going to feel less cool. Yeah. Because everyone's going to be able to do it. Exactly. And it's like, one of the, it's like one of the elitist things we talked about with the raids last week and how people were all pissed off at the extent of the challenge mode to 48 hours. Mm-hmm. So it went from 650 players completed the first 8, hour raid 000. to literally like 8,000. Yeah. Which I can understand. <laughs> yeah. Being mad about that. And that's like the same, essentially, like wheelhouse is what I'm going with this. You don't want... If you grinded for something, I remember when I got my, like, god roll spare rations, mm-hmm. it had a horrible drop rate in Gambit, and I played that game for, god, I don't want to know how many hours I spent <laughs> in that horrible playlist, it, it, which which isn't bad now, they've tried a lot, Yeah, but it, this is when Gambit sucked, mm-hmm. and for those of you who haven't played, it's like a PvP slash PvE thing, so people can invade your side and shoot you. And get rid of your moats that you use to summon to summon the big boss, and you got to worry about the invader as well as the other things that are trying to kill you, which is a cool concept. They just didn't execute it as perfectly as I wanted them to. Yeah. But um, uh, when I got that God roll spare rations, I was so pumped because yeah. I put so much time into <laughs> right? getting that it, friggin' thing. It's I had what makes it playable. I had so many hours where I would just be so angry because. I would spend, you know, eight, ten hours a day on a weekend because I had nothing to do. Yeah. Playing this one game mode and nothing happened. Right. I didn't get a single thing that I wanted. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there queuing up being angry about it. But once I got it, 
I was overjoyed. Facts, yeah. It definitely like adds to like the fun of it and, and the gameplay itself. But we'll and that's, see what they do. Hopefully they go the right way. Knock on wood, hopefully they learn from their lesson. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, all right everybody. Well, that's about uh, it. Thanks for listening and uh we'll catch you again next week. Have a good one. Peace.